Okay, let's just do a clap just to have it. One, two, three. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> was it not for you? For me, it was perfect. Uh, it was like a, a second oh, off, but that's like okay. A, it was a full minute <laughs> off. Wow. This one, I feel... I was like, this will just be a, like... Yeah. Just look at us, that we actually did something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been... Uh, just real trials and tribulations, Brittany. <laughs> I know. What is this world? It's crazy. People think there's going to be a population boom, but the truth is we're all going to murder each other. I this know. This is like um, the purge. Yes. They're trying to get us to kill each other. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm cracking myself up. Okay. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> to What the Hell Podcast. Episode 14. I gotta be honest. I don't like calling it What the Hell Podcast. Yeah. We just can say, welcome to What the Hell. Exactly. I feel like it needs to stand on its own two feet. I'm cool with that. On its own three feet. What the hell. Yes. It's a tripod name. I feel better now yes. that I got that off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 14. Episode 14. It's pretty crazy. That's like two weeks. That's like a fortnight of episodes if you listen to them all at once. It is true. It if is you listen true. to them one a day. Yes. Right. Which you have plenty of time to do right now because you are sitting at home, cooped up inside, hopefully. Yeah. And if you're not, get off of planet get Earth. <laughs> you're not welcome here. How recent is it for you that like you're adhering? Because I started adhering... I guess technically I really started adhering last Thursday a week ago, which would be like 10 days ago, but that was by accident. I didn't intentionally start adhering until this past Tuesday, which was only five days ago. So whenever it was all getting crazy, like Wednesday, Thursday, I had to go into work Friday to get my computer set up because something wasn't working so that I could work from home. So I was out for a little bit that day. And then I did do a big like Saturday morning was when I did like okay, all hell is broken loose. Let's go get what we can. Mm-hmm. And that so was Saturday then, a week ago, I've, right? A week ago, yeah. yeah. But other than that, I mean, when I delivered the stuff to you, mm-hmm. I've been home. So I know. Yeah. So, okay, if you're listening to this in the very, very, very distant future, you might be like, what are they talking about? Yeah, true. <laughs> Chances are you're not. But um, what we're talking about is COVID-19. The coronavirus is mm-hmm. at its hopefully at its peak and it's going to go back down. But right now it has definitely peaked in the United States of America. And we are on a social distancing mandate and we're essentially all, all hell has broken loose and we're all quarantined or mandated to be at home. Um, But it's like worse in different areas. Like certain states are taking it more seriously than others. And my home Mm -hmm. state of Florida is not taking it as seriously as California yet. I feel like they're not that far behind us. They're not. But like we in the state of California since Wednesday, Thursday have shut down all non-essential businesses Mm -hmm. and Florida has not done that oh so my sister is still at work my parents are still at work my brother is still at work like yeah I haven't really looked up to see what other states are at that place yet because I know obviously all the schools are shut down everywhere but that was also like a trickle effect so I've just been kind of curious like are is there going to be an announcement of a national lockdown or is Mm -hmm. it just going to be state by state at this point 
Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. I know New York City is maybe a step ahead of us in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I woke up this morning and, you know, it's Sunday, Sunday, and woke up in New York City had implemented not only the safer at home thing, you know, the home quarantine or whatever, but they've also essentially said, don't even be outside unless you have to be, Hmm. which in the state of California through today, they've still been saying like, you can go on walks, you can go for bike rides and things like that, but stay away from people in the state of New York. They're saying, if you can be inside, just stay inside. Do you, oh, you're saying state of New York. I was going to say, I can understand that being for like New York. I mean, I can understand right. that across the board, but like New York City, it's like they're on top of each other. So you, it's hard to even implement like, hey, yeah. get out and stay away, you know? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's totally true. And you know what? I should probably check my sources. I'm like, hang on. Was I watching the mayor? Or was I watching the governor? And I thought I was watching the governor. Um, but regardless, yeah, they're yeah. most densely populated in the city. Like that's just wild to not be able to even go outside and until two days ago I was still going on walks my boyfriend's still going for runs for exercise and things like that and since Friday we have just been staying in our little yard and home yeah 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 no it's crazy I was thinking with the kids I was like so right now our city I don't know about the state but I know our city is supposed to be stay this way till like April 19th that's like a that's still like a month mm-hmm. and I'm like we're only a week a little over a week in and I I don't know I'm having all the feelings about the fact that basically schools are probably going to not go back into session in terms of in person which doesn't mean they're not doing school and Curtis and I right now fortunately are still able to work from home for the time being and so if that stays true which I hope it does uh, we're gonna have to figure out how to homeschool our kids while working from home and I don't know what to do with that but that's okay right we will just drink right. a lot <laughs> day drinking every day oh my goodness we're all gonna come out of this like sober or alcoholic or like I know in the worship of I'm, our lives I keep thinking like I keep thinking now's the time to just for like a month starve myself and come out and people be like you lost 20 pounds and I'm like or it's gonna be like oh my god what happened to you gained 20 pounds <laughs> one thing I know for sure is we're all coming out pale yes very pale <laughs> I actually was just thinking that I'm like I should order like on Target or Amazon to be delivered like we talked about this the other day where I just need like a chair to lay out in I mean I could just lay out on a towel on the ground but I want something comfortable I know I've been looking at chairs on Amazon too and what we've been talking about thus far to be clear is coping with COVID yes that's is what true. we're talking about here is like what the hell are we doing to stay sane yeah um and we haven't been this topical yet no but it feels like this is what we must do yeah it feels like it's time and you know what when we set out to do this podcast we were kind of thinking about topics all over the place so there's no time like the present (laughs) to go down that journey of other sorts of topics like the one I know talking about today there's not so going back really quick just for a hot second to outdoor uh like lounge chairs you can't get a nice one that's inexpensive. Yeah. They are so expensive. Like, what are you looking at? You're wanting, like, a wood one with, like, the cushion? You know me. Oh, I do. So I've been looking at them, and, like, a single one that's nice is, like, $190. Yeah, that's a lot. I might just get me, like, a $15, $20 one of those. You know the ones I'm talking about where it's, yes, like, the braided, you know, and oh, then yeah, it folds. Honey. Where, like, you stick you know, makes, to it. Yeah, and then it's got the, like, clickety, 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 click <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know what you're talking about. I do. I was I put them in my Amazon cart and then pulled them out and put 
like save for later like I'm ever going to go back and buy a $190 piece of wood yeah I might we'll see <laughs> like it might be an investment for your mental health think of it as a therapy session fair I could start having my therapy out there which on that note I actually had therapy on Friday for the first time since November mm-hmm. worth every penny yeah <laughs> and you, you Skype with her I do my therapist used to live in LA but she moved to New York City or not New York City, New York State, and she's like outside of the city. So we yeah. Skype now because I cannot lose her. If I lost my therapist, I would be in trouble. Well, I'm glad you had some time to talk with her, oh, especially girl. about all these <laughs> doomsday things happening. <laughs> she and I had a long talk about my living situation right now. Love you, babe. <laughs> it's okay. He's not going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to listen to this in like six month- months, Brittany, and he's going to come at you for that one. <laughs> This particular episode, he doesn't want to listen to any more news about COVID-19. So coping with this has been, I think, for everyone, especially in our extremely first world circumstances, on certain levels, a riot to watch. Yeah. Just how we're figuring this out um, or not figuring it out. You would think the world was ending, but I think it's because our generation specifically has never been through something like this. Like our parents have been through, depending on their ages, have been through some wild things in the past. I mean, when I think of my parents' generation, I think of them as being like the assassination generation. Everybody was getting killed. Yeah. And with our generation, I feel... I don't know. I guess people are still getting killed, but it's a little different. It's more about like what's going on environmentally and socially. It's. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is a social situation and it's just been interesting to watch everybody's different perceptions of it. Some people are making it really, really political Mm -hmm. and it's a political year for us in America. So I understand that on some level. But on the other side of it, it's like, who cares about politics if we're not alive to to vote? Yeah. Yeah. But I think something that is good that's coming out of it is people are taking a look at their lives and their lifestyles and stepping back and going, what am I, what have I been doing and taking for granted that when I'm in this isolated period where I don't have everything I need in the quantities that I'm used to, those sorts of things, that on the other side of this, I might behave differently. Yeah. And that's been really eye-opening for me. What has been like some challenges for you guys? I mean, Josh and I don't have kids and at this, we don't even have have you know any pets or anything in the home right now so for us it's a, it, in certain ways I think it's just much easier to get by we don't have like another mouth to feed besides our own yeah so yeah how, the- how are you guys doing you've got a full house yeah, I mean, we're doing okay. You know, when the, when all the news came out, they basically were like, we're going down for two weeks and school's closed for two weeks. And I was like, okay, that still seems insane. But now that sounds delightful compared to what we're <laughs> hearing. We're doing as good as I feel like we can. Um, there's things about this week that, to be honest, have been really amazing in the sense of just like, I think when you're forced to kind of hunker down and just only be around the people that you know you live with I mean also don't get me wrong there's been a lot of hard things too (laughs) no tell us about how beautiful it is (laughs) yeah no I think what's been cool is to see the kids interact with each other and just like the relationships where it's like they're realizing uh, that we've got each other and that's it playing together figuring out new things to do you know they're having to learn to be a little bit bored but also it's cool seeing how technology is allowing them to connect with their friends and things like that which has been really cool yeah and you had told me last week too that like the kids 
you know, all siblings bicker and these things, but like theirs has almost like tapered off and settled down and they're just like getting along famously. It really has. It's been, well, it's been, yeah, it's been strange. I feel like we've been in a period, yeah, like you said, where they've been bickering a lot more. And for some reason it was like, they just realized when we're like, you're not going to see friends, like something about that clicked with them where they were like, okay, well, we've got each other. But it wasn't even like a, they said that out loud, obviously, but it's been cool to watch. And then just even in the evenings, it's like, well, normally we'd be going and hanging out with a friend or someone comes over or like I'm going out with the girls or whatever. And it's like, no, every night we're like watching a family show. So that part's been cool. Yeah. Um, trying to work from home with them has been hard, but I also feel like I can't complain because if they were like even two years younger, it'd be really tough. But I think they're old enough where if I want to stick them in front of an iPad for a while... They'll be fine. Yeah. It's just more like every day looks exactly the same. What day is it? (laughs) But we've also tried to stop throughout the day when it's work days and like go play handball outside with them or go do something, you know, like that's our break instead of having like a lunch date. Right. There have been insensitive things said at times. I'm very guilty of it, of just being like, it feels like a big hurricane day. And, you know, people, Mm -hmm. other people from other places, it feels like a long snow day and can't relate to that. But it has felt like that. It's been fun. It's kind of been interesting learning this, how to function this way. And yeah, I was going to say, we didn't say this at the beginning. I can move this up to the top or mention it here. But Tiffany and I are not in the same room. We are actually recording this at our own homes, but we're FaceTiming each other. I can see her face, but we each have our own little setup, and then I will edit it together later. So this is the amazingness of our technology that you may or may not think is amazing when you listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be like, it sounds exactly the same as always. That's Then that's the goal. (laughs) Exactly. That's what's amazing about technology. Thank you for acknowledging the technologian. Yes. Technology. Do you feel like it's changed? I mean, I know you said that obviously it's you two and you don't have as many people in your house, but like has life looked different for you in general this week? My routine is a disaster. (laughs) My routine is it's completely upside down. I am so used to um, I'm not a morning person whatsoever. I, in fact, despise the mornings. I think that they're for suckers. I don't want to do anything before 10 a.m. in life. However, a big part of my routine in life is doing things well before 10 a.m. I usually am up, you know, at a gym class, at a studio, like a spin or a boot camp class. Sometimes there's a 7.15 class. Sometimes it's like a 9.30 class. But regardless, that means that I have to get up you know, an hour or something earlier to get to the place where it is. So that has completely knocked me off my rocker. I don't like to work out at home alone. Um, I have the capability to do it. I know how, I know exactly what to do and how to do it, but I have no motivation to whatsoever. I'm very much mm. like a class person. Yeah. So not having that in the mornings, not having a place to go has really messed with me. Most of the time I work like nine to six or seven every day. And now I've been working like 1030 to 730 or eight every day. Um, mm. just because I can. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm getting I mean, these this- are the perks. Yeah. yeah, it's like a perk, but it's also just screwed me up. Like on Saturday, I went to bed at 1 a.m. and got up at like 12.09 p.m. Yeah. That's not okay. No. <laughs> it does. I, I hear that because like even the kids, we were really, I won't even still call it bad, but this week has been a like, let's just survive week and see how it goes. 
And so we let them stay up kind of just like however long the lot, like for several nights in a row where basically we'd, we'd watch a family show together and then Curtis and I would go watch a show in our room and like they'd stay up to probably 1130, like 11 o'clock most, most of this week, I'd say. Mm -hmm. But then they were sleeping until like 10. But then Curtis and I were kind of waking up around 730 because we're so like just naturally would wake up that then we were getting work done before they woke up and I was like oh this actually kind of works because like nobody's bugging us yeah till then but they're also you can tell because we've been super lax that they're like crazy tired and more emotional so we're gonna try to get back onto a routine yeah this next week but we've just kind of been like oh whatever this first week right I think that's what is like a big deal about it is just not having that routine of the place that I always go and the people that I always see and that like communal aspect I am a very social person so not being around people makes me a little um crazy but of course you know I think a lot of us have been doing this but like I've been in a lot of group FaceTimes and Zooms and Google Hangouts Mm -hmm. and things like that and it really does help like for a second it's all just kind of like it feels funny and then after a few minutes you all kind of settle in and just actually have like hangout time like real life yeah so I'm glad that this is happening in this time can you imagine if this was like during like the Black Plague time or something no I can't imagine I yeah. know. So we have a lot to be grateful for, for sure. But I also think, um, again, going back to like the lifestyle things, I have found so many ways during this period that I've been wasteful in my normal life and have taken so many things for granted. Like what? I think the the biggest thing that I have taken for granted. In, well, no, there's a few Like lived in when I think about it. But like nobody needs the amount of toilet paper they're using when they're in there. <laughs> Okay, I had never thought about this till like Kelsey was saying, I don't know if we should keep this in. Kelsey, I hope you approve. I'm going to say this. But she was talking about how they're teaching their daughter how much toilet paper to use. And she was like, it's use how many squares, how old you are. And I was like, oh, I use way too much toilet paper. <laughs> well, their daughter is three. So it's I know, but I mean, but I know, but but it made me what it did was it made me stop and think. And I'm like. I'd like to see how much people actually pull off because I'm curious if I'm overdoing it. I feel like I do it correctly, but I don't know. Well, what do you think is probably normal for you? I feel like what's normal for me is I've probably been using like 10 to 12. Yeah, same. I feel like I have a little like you have you like I I pull it and I have like a. a, For sure. You just go whoop. And then you, and then a hundred percent. Y'all can't see this, but Brittany just did like a little miming for me. It, yeah. It was, what's that game? <laughs> <laughs> Brittany just charades? Did charades for me. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm like, okay, when you're really looking at the rule and you're like, oh my God, we just put that on there yesterday. There's only this much left. Like what is going on? Like what are we doing with this paper? It does make But also back. we're home all day. Well, I mean, yes. I know. And I've been yeah. drinking so much water. This is, the, it's a trickle down butterfly effect. I've been drinking so much water because I'm home all the time and I'm like, I'm going to fix the wrinkles under my eyes with water, (laughs) things like this. But then you have to pee all the time and there's no reason to use all that paper. Like you got to do the like squat, hover and shake is what you got to (laughs) do. So that you don't use as much paper, pass it on. And so what I'm doing, though, is I'm looking back on my life and going, if I could have back all of the wasted rolls that I've I've wasted over the years if I could have them back for one would I want the money or would I want the rolls I'm not sure yeah. at this time in my, at this point at this point I want the rolls hey back. I feel like rolls are money right now so <laughs> exactly if yeah. we were outside of this pandemic I would just want the money back but I am saying I've yeah. been so wasteful and it does make me think to myself when this is over to like stick to my guns on how much toilet paper I'm using <laughs> 
I know I was thinking this might be gross, but it's like maybe as women we should just if you still have pads somewhere, yeah, and you and you just have you should just put a little liner down, shake, <laughs> squat, shake, yeah, and just pull up your pants. I've thought about these things. It's like the workarounds if we actually really ran out, and it made me wish I had pads, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I yeah. do have some cotton squares that I clean my face with. Yeah. Yes. No, I hear that. Have you been noticing things like that though? Like these little. I'm trying to think of what. I, definitely the toilet paper thing. I thought I was definitely one of those people that was super cynical, and I was like, people are being weird about the toilet paper, and now. I mean, I'm not still, I'm not saying they weren't being weird, but I get it. But now it's like, we all still need toilet paper. I keep wondering if we're going to hit a point where if we're literally indoors for the next month or two, will there come a point where things will actually slow down? Because like, it's going to always feel panicky to a degree, but like at some point, I don't know. I feel like maybe it'll die down a little bit. And in terms of things that I feel like... Would you say, what did you ask about being wasteful or something like that? Yeah, just like little things that you've noticed because we're having to behave the way that we are that like you did too much of before, too little of before or took for I definitely granted. did not cook. I definitely mm. threw out way too much food. Let's put it that way. Now I feel like when ki- my kids will like, this happened earlier where Nadia wanted extra, she was still hungry and I was making my, I made my food a little bit after and so I was like, oh, I'll make you some extra and you can have some of what I'm making. And then when she – and I, I had this thought. I was like, by the time she this gets made, her food will have settled. She's going to be full. But she still took it, and then she had, like, a few bites, and she was like, I'm really full, and do I have to eat it? And I was like, no, that's fine. But it's one of those things where now I'm looking at wasted food, which we just, mm-hmm. like, some of us just ate it. But I'm looking at it differently than what I used to, which I'm not really af- afraid of, like, food going away. Yeah. It's just, like, trying to use what we have and actually think through – I don't know. And I, I feel like it's a very privileged thing to even be in a situation where I throw out fresh produce that went bad because I didn't get to it because that's I know we all do that. But now I'm actually like looking through my fridge and going, oh, what should I use? Totally. First, you know, like I thought went through my head where I'm like, well, I'm really feeling this. But like, that's actually a freezer. I don't need to use that right now. Why don't I use something that's fresh that needs to be eaten? I think that is huge. You know? And I, I think that's exciting. Because I feel yeah. like if we can all start behaving that way, I, for some reason, I don't even know what happened, but within the last year or so, I had a like uh, switch flip with me where I started becoming bothered with my own wastefulness where I would buy groceries and things and end up throwing them out because we didn't get to them. And I, I started just, nothing even happened. I just one day just kind of noticed it and it really bothered me. And so I started using things like Sun Basket. Because, um, you know, they give you exactly what you need for that meal and there's no waste. And I really love yeah. that. And you do pay a little bit of a premium, but I also save my time. I don't have to think about meal planning and all this stuff. Yeah. So that's something I started doing really regularly because I was so bothered by the waste. And I start thinking about that. I'm like, if we all were so mindful about our food and didn't waste so much, I just think like the um, ripple effect of that is so important. And I think that yeah. if we – it's those things where – Everything we're talking about on some level, we will end up going back to our old ways in a lot of, yeah, in most of these areas. But even like say even 5% of us start adopting new ways of behaving because of going through a time like this. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
It's huge. It, yeah. yeah, it's it is huge. There's eight billion of yeah. us, you know, and like five percent of eight billion. I'm not doing that math. Someone can. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, and that it does matter. So I think that's really cool. I think that's so interesting. In this is also like, yeah, we're eating a lot more packaged foods and things like that too, and a lot more processed foods. But I'm also eating a lot more whole foods that I never ate before because like our neighbors have a massive orange tree with like thousands of oranges on it. It's huge. <laughs> Um, yeah. literally like thousands they're like come over and get them anytime you want and I'm eating oranges constantly like I don't ever eat I don't yeah. sit around eating oranges yeah <laughs> this mimosa I'm having right now has fresh neighborhood oranges in it not store-bought oranges and for one it's delicious and then on the other part of it it just makes you go oh I took for granted the thousands of free oranges next door you know yeah for my entire life and I'm not a fruit person I think I'm becoming yeah. a fruit person I love fruit oh yeah. But I but I feel like I don't eat it enough because I usually am like saving it for the kids' lunches or something, but now it's kind of like, oh, we just eat up what we have here. Yeah. And, you got to eat it or yeah. it's going to go bad. And I think it's also like teaching, I mean, it's it's very easy to just want to like snack all day when you're at home, but I also think because we're not we're pretty sedentary, we just kind of eat when we're hungry and yes. we're, we're, we're trying to do I mean, we still are doing meals throughout the day, but it's like, like even tonight, like our dinner was, we, the kids like just made themselves some stuff and I'm like, it doesn't have to be a big thing every time we just, we ate a bigger lunch or yep. sometimes we've been doing bigger breakfasts and I'm like, well, then whatever. It's just been, it's been fun to just like kind of invent our own new schedule and routine, yeah. which there's not much of a routine yet, but I'm hoping in the next week or two that will start happening because we kind of need that to function with the kids yeah situations like that it's like what you're just describing though it's like accidental mindfulness where all of a sudden we're eating mindfully because food is not completely 100 percent readily available in the way that we're used to it's still incredibly you know we're in america it's still very available but um it, it just does make you behave differently but something else that i keep like anticipating is when are we all gonna go like straight swiss family robinson and start like building shit <laughs> like what do you mean like building anything like I, when are we okay. gonna build like when am I gonna build a damn canoe like when am I yeah. <laughs> gonna start building like a tree house in my backyard I did start gardening yeah. more I, I well that's what I was gonna say I feel like gardening I could see or it's gonna be like everybody that has all mm-hmm. these hobbies they've wanted to try now everybody's gonna do that in this in this extra time they might have absolutely I mean I moved into the place I'm in now literally it was a year ago this past week that I've been here oh wow I know. Isn't that crazy? When I first moved in, the girl who lived in the house before me had a major green thumb. We moved in and there was a backyard full of kale and full of spinach and garlic and like all these different things. And I did not do a good job of keeping it all alive. I tried to grow some tomatoes last year the bush got massive and I only got three tomatoes off of it and like the neighborhood like varmin ate like two and a half of the three yeah (laughs) it was a disaster but now I have like a renewed sense of wanting to grow things so I looked up how to grow like an avocado tree which it takes 10 years to get your first avocado but that's fine (laughs) Uh, if I make it 10 more years I want my own avocado that I grew so I started an avocado tree I started uh little like sweet peppers that are supposed to grow within mm-hmm. like six months and some more tomatoes yeah. and stuff and I'm like why not like let's give it a go yeah. I wish I had those things available to me when I'm 
in a flipping pandemic. So totally. Yeah, I think no, I think that's good. I think we're going to see little homesteads popping up all over the country and world. I think so, too. I think so, too. And that's a good thing. I know. I would love to do. Yeah, I would love to do that. We have like a raccoon problem to the point where like <laughs> I probably should call the pest control or something where I feel like nothing would survive. But I actually probably should call them. That's it. But a Burbank like, but I don't has know what, so many raccoons. I don't know what you can even do. But yeah, I feel that way, too. I'm like, what's the point if they're just going to eat everything? But. But I think, yeah, I do like that whole idea. Yeah. Do you feel like there's been anything that you've seen since everything's happened that has restored your faith in humanity? Or or I, yeah. we're seeing a lot of negative. Yeah. And then we're like the toilet paper uh, craze. craze. Um, but what about some positive things that you feel like you're seeing in the community? Yeah, there have been things. I mean, I am an avid lurker on the Nextdoor app. I love mm-hmm. it so much. I don't really participate, but I love watching everyone else participate. And um, <laughs> like I mentioned, my neighbors right next door to me offered to me and my boyfriend, come get oranges whenever you want them. Come help yourself. And we have, which is great. But I was on the next door app and there was another place in my neighborhood where they have tons of orange and lemon trees um, and they put a, like a notice up and then they put out in their yard these baskets just they had picked them all and filled them up and it said like come take like free vitamin C, you know, like yeah. keep your immunity up and things like that. And I was like, that is so wonderful because you know what, like yeah. if, if you've ever gone for a walk and you see somebody with their massive whatever avocado, lemon, orange tree and you see them just hanging there and there's hundreds of them and you really just want to help yourself. Yeah. I think that all the time. I think that's great. So, I think that all the time, too, where I'm like, they're not going to get to all of these. There's not a chance. And then you feel like you're stealing. You do. I you know. feel like you're stealing. It feels, or at the very least, it just feels like a violation of stepping into somebody else's space or whatever. But yeah. they're, you know, I've seen a few after that person did it, then a few other people did the same thing. They're like, oh, we'll do that, too. And I'm like, that's great. Like, let's feed each other. Um, yeah. And then other things have been, you know, I've seen a lot of posts also on Nextdoor about, People more in my age demographic in their 30s um, offering to grocery shop for the elderly. Yeah. Which yeah. I think that's, that's been cool to see. It's so cool. It's so amazing yeah. because they are still putting themselves at risk. And most people in our demographic are going to be fine, but it's also not guaranteed. And yeah. they're really putting themselves out on a limb for somebody. So, yeah. I wish I wish I could say that there's a lot more, but I feel like I'm not getting to interact with the world. So I don't. <laughs> No, yeah, I think a lot of it's just stuff I've read or even like I think something as simple as the stores opening, you know, early for Mm -hmm. seniors and things like that is really cool. I mean, I know it still means people are having to go out to the stores, but like, you know, I think the first couple of days it was so crazy and there was kind of a push from the community everywhere and online that, you know, I witnessed it even when I went that Saturday morning, there was constantly these older people that were just walking around with like a basket, yeah. you know, meanwhile, my cart was like pretty full and it's like they just wanted a couple things, they couldn't find them and then it's like the line was like to the back of the store and it's just very overwhelming mm-hmm. and I think that was cool that there's like been some things where it feels like people are acting fast and like actually doing things as opposed to, I don't know, sitting and like just talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Something else that's been really cool that has happened. Um, I have a great friend um, from childhood, high school, everything back home um, in Florida. She runs a, it, well, it's really a monogram company. She monograms and creates t-shirts and clothing and bags and all these different things. Um, but part of that is sewing. And she has started taking 
all of the scrap material from all of everything that she makes all the time and making face masks to donate to the local hospital. Oh, that's cool. Which is so cool. Um, I wish I had in front of me right now. I can put it in the description box later. But she's taking donations to go towards that if anybody wants to. She's doing it regardless. But um, yeah. eventually she'll run out of scrap material and we'll have to buy new material. So the donations go towards that. Her dad is a doctor and uh you know it's a rough time in the hospitals man like they're out of the same things we're out of and more yeah and so that's been really cool to see um wow like a lot of things like that with people finding ways and she's not even the only one I mean she's a small business in central Florida here in LA my friend Ellen has um she makes aprons like high level aprons for um, chefs and restaurateurs and she has also been doing the same thing making face masks with scrap materials to donate and people just like using their time and their own resources and money to do something that's like not making them any money you know but uh, they can't work anyway that's amazing yeah exactly you can't do anything anyway it's like why not do something that gives back I wish I had any I don't have any skills to donate like that (laughs) (laughs) But for those of you who do, we see you, we acknowledge you, and we'll yeah. put it in the description box. Let's donate, people. My God. No, I think that's really cool. That's It's amazing to see just, like, people stepping up and trying to be helpful. I mean, obviously, there's always all the negative, but I think it's been cool to see that side of things, too. It's true. And there has been a fair amount of negative, but we're not even, like, I don't even, I don't even want to talk to you about it. Yeah. I, like, we, <laughs> I we're all it. seeing it. We're all aware of the negative. Like, let's keep it on the positive. Yeah. And on that positive, Mm -hmm. so I was just curious and I got on my Instagram and did that little like question thing where you can ask people a question, they respond. And I was just curious. I'm like, how are, was something we've kind of already touched on, but like, how are our lifestyles going to change after this is over? And like, what are things that we think we're going to intentionally do later? So I got a lot of like funny answers, but there were also like some really smart ones and I wanted to tell them to you. Woo. I'm excited to hear them. Okay, cool. Yes. So some of these are like obvious, but like that's kind of the point is that we're finally yeah. stepping back from everything and going, huh, like I should have thought of this sooner. <laughs> so I think the exact question I put was something like, I guess if I'm going to tell you the exact question, I can't say it is something like, like I should know the exact question. You should just say <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. So anyway, I said something along the lines of once all of this is over and life goes back to normal, what are some lifestyle changes you plan to make? Mm -hmm. So uh, somebody said, I'm going to go on more hikes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody said they're going to cook more and go vegetarian or at least pescatarian. And I want to know why. So I want to know why, too. Yeah. Because I definitely will cook more. But to me, if if anything, I'm like, I feel like it makes sense to just stick with the meat because you could freeze it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking that too. And I should ask that person. But I think that maybe their point of view is maybe something like how they say that raising cattle and things like that um, has such a harmful effect on like carbon emissions and things like that. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I'm guessing. But I need context. Yeah. Uh, someone said they're always going to carry hand sanitizer. I get it. It's not something I do right Never now. Never thought hand sanitizer could be so sexy after this whole time. Yeah. I, I literally <laughs> went on my Robinhood account and typed in Purell to see if they're a public company. Yeah. <laughs> From what I could find, they're not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody said they're going to spend more time playing because life is too short. And I love that from like an adult perspective, like the idea of play. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it feels like something you grow out of. Yeah. Somebody said, be more appreciative of time spent with people. And that actually came from a friend of mine who is 
quite introverted as a whole. Like she's is the type of introvert who's outgoing with her friends, but not yeah. in other groups. So, you know, it's easy to want to spend time alone. Totally. <laughs> oh, this one really hit home for me. It said budget better. Facing this time with no savings is terrifying. Preach. I have spent so much unneeded money in the past and something that is a silver lining in all of this is thankfully I still have a job and I hope I don't get laid off or anything like that but I've thought about like all the excess money I spent on just like nonsense and how much I'm saving right now because they can't go do anything yeah that's what I've I'm wondering what this will look like in like a month obviously if I lose my job which is always like as a reminder if you're new or something listening here I work, my husband and I both work in the TV industry, and that's mostly shut down at this point, but not entirely. Otherwise, we wouldn't, we would not have jobs, but like basically production is shut down. And right now, we both work in post production, so we're still able to work from home for now. But assuming we still have jobs, I've been wondering that exact same thing. Like, how much money will we have saved? Like, it feels like we've spent so much money on food the last week and a half just trying to like, get things to a place where we feel like we don't need to go shopping all the time. But I think that there will be a lot of things that like, yeah, that we're not frivolously buying or just like, Mm -hmm. although the Amazon, Amazon is still easy to click. But I think as a whole, like the lunches and the coffees Mm -hmm. and the drinking and the just like go to the movies and stuff like that, that adds up really fast where I'm curious to see what a month of not doing that will look like. Yeah. And even like not buying gas for your car yeah totally you know it really does add That's up. several hundred dollars yeah. yeah and it's funny you mentioned the amazon shopping because i love me some amazon shopping i have like a thing for buying like household items on amazon like whether it's a little bit of decor or like a new kitchen tool or things like that where i'm like mm-hmm. Why am I trying to spruce up a house that nobody can come to? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's well, a good point. I think it. Every time I go to hit click, I'm like, why am I trying to make this place look better? And nobody can see it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't been even making those impulse buys. Yeah. Um, like yeah. in another thing that I love to buy is like cheap earrings and stuff like that. I love me some like oversized, like fake CZ earrings. Yeah. I've got them everywhere. I'm like, who? Like yeah. nobody's looking at my fake CZs. Yeah. N- nobody cares. <laughs> So I'm yeah. even saving money on those kind of impulse buys, yeah, which has been good. No, I think it's true. It'll be, yeah. I think it's gonna really help help people take a look at like where they're spending money, where they're spending their time, and I I don't know. I think even in relationships, like this may cause, I mean, some breaking in relationships, but this could also cause some incredible repairing of relationships where people have just had to like spend time together and reevaluate their their lives time with their kids time that we don't usually ever get yeah it could I mean yeah I want to touch on that I want to can you remind me I want to come back to that yeah (laughs) okay so the next person said they uh are going to come out of this in terms of their lifestyle changes feeling confident about their hand washing skills oh Mm -hmm. um someone said that a lifestyle change they're going to make is to drink more alcohol (laughs) which I thought was interesting but I I know who posted that in response and it is somebody who hardly ever drinks and Mm -hmm. I think that what they're probably saying on one hand I think it was you know being a little bit funny but on the other hand being like I you know 
we walk around like worrying and trying to have like perfect bodies and all this stuff all the time and also being like oh the flip side of it is like having fun and living a little exactly you know yeah so it's like we're you know and then those of us who aren't moving enough and all these types of things like we're in this and we're seeing this is like oh is this our prison sentence like oh let's get fit as hell and come out and like whoop some ass all right yeah (laughs) (laughs) somebody else said they're gonna spend more time outside someone said they're going to try to schedule more family time through the week and weekends. Uh, somebody said they're going to focus on health and exercise. And if they do eat out, it's going to be local businesses all the way. That's good. It, I responded to that person too. And I said, the thing about that is, yes, but I'm like not mad at the Olive Gardens of the world who are able to I was to just going to say open. something about Olive Garden too. <laughs> I know. I was like... All the family businesses, but also Olive Garden. Yeah, because when you're here, you're family. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't think it needs to be like a pitting people or like companies and corporations totally. against each other. It's like we want everyone to do well, especially small businesses, because the big ones are doing fine yeah. as it is. But I'm also grateful that those bigger businesses exist in a time like this, because if they didn't, yeah, we could be in more trouble than we are. Yeah. Somebody said, really relishing the ability to gather, especially for concerts and comedy shows. And I was like, oh, yes. Like, I would give anything to go to a comedy show right now. Yeah. Um, somebody else, what you were talking about earlier, Brittany, is um, they said they want to do better at limiting food waste, eating everything now when before they would have tossed it. Was that you? No, the, I didn't send that. My, mine was the, the playing one. Oh, that was you. Yeah. Totally. I didn't even realize that. Um, so yeah. those were great responses. I hope we get more because the thing about it was I decided to talk about this on the podcast with you, but the truth was I wanted ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I wanted ideas for myself. Like what are ways that I can like improve my lifestyle yeah, habits? Yeah. Like what are people doing? Yeah, yeah. That aren't things I've thought of. And something I would add is use less mother flipping toilet paper. You don't need that much. Yeah. You don't need a full <laughs> hand wrap. Just get creative with your origami folding down there. Yeah. And, and you know what? If your hands are getting, if you know how to wash your hands. Exactly. You'll be fine. Keep it clean, y'all. Keep it clean. Um, yeah. But I wanted to go back to what you said earlier about relationships. <laughs> Do, yes. Tell me. Because I'm in one. Uh, so everybody keeps making the joke that like we're going to have a quarantine baby boom Oh, in like nine or 10 months because everybody's cooped up at home mm-hmm. and like they're all, you know, procreating. I have not found anything about this situation to be an aphrodisiac. No, I, I agree. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> I haven't. And that sounds like what a stick in the mud I am. No. But I'm like, I need distance in order to feel yes. hot and bothered. Yes. yes. Right now I just feel hot oh, yes. and bothered, but not together. Yes. Yes. <laughs> No, I'm one of those people where I mean, Curtis would tell you for as long as we've been together, it's like I'm that person where I'm like I I hit a point and I'm like I just need to go to Target. I just need I just need to go drive even just 15 minutes. I gotta get out. Um, and now I mean I guess I could technically get in my car and drive around. I have not actually thought about that. Yeah, I did that one time so far. I'm not. That's not crossed my mind. I mean, it feels slightly um unsatisfying to not be able to go anywhere. Um, but I could go drive and like look at the sunset on the mountains yeah. or something. You do so have a convertible. A oh, true. I didn't think about that. But then what if I pull up next to someone and they're like six feet away? I don't actually, care. I'm not that afraid. Um, but I'm trying to be cautious. I keep using that word because I'm like, I'm genuinely not afraid. I, <laughs> I don't want to keep saying this, but I grew up in Africa. It takes a lot to freak me out from all the gross diseases we were around. Um, but I'm not trying to be stupid either. I'm trying to be 
cautious and healthy stay healthy and everything yeah but yeah the relationship thing i think it could be interesting because i think where i see the positives are just like families that probably never saw you know their parents or something like that but then at the same time i know if people are losing their jobs that's a level of stress that i cannot imagine yeah it's it's just there's just a lot it's a lot it's just a lot yeah I considered doing like a full face of makeup the other night just so that like I wasn't grossed out by me (laughs) (laughs) yeah I will well I will say because of working from home actually the uh, at my job we've been doing calls um every day at 10 to just check in and although I would not say I'm putting on a face of makeup I have actually just like put on some foundation and mascara I put on I actually put on mascara every day because I it actually makes me feel better I like feel awake and feel better if I put something on that's interesting you do mascara before foundation oh I I'd go all day without foundation yeah I would do foundation before mascara but like I don't I mean now I feel like at this age I do feel that way about some kind of tinted foundation like moisturizer or something but mascara to me just always feels like I'm awake like my eyes look like they're awake yeah um so I think having those calls in the morning has allowed me to at least I'm like okay I will put a bra on I will (laughs) put some deodorant on not that anybody could smell me but it's just like I have a little routine that I'm doing that I at least feel more like put together for the day. Yeah, the other day, like midday, my boss was like, hey, can we FaceTime? And I was like, yep, except now I got to go wash off the charcoal mask on my face that I'm doing at (laughs) noon. (laughs) I'm using like every skin product I have in the house because I'm here. Hey, that's smart. It is, but I didn't want to, I didn't, for one, I want to scare her to death. I guess I could have told her, but I also could not have taken myself seriously trying to have a FaceTime meeting with her while I had the charcoal mask on. (laughs) Yeah. I, oy vey. Do you, I have a question for you. I am like, I can't even get it out without laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited. So there's a lot of stuff going around about, you know, is this the earth trying to save itself? Is it trying to correct itself? You know, we've polluted it so much. It's trying to like, nature is trying to kill us off. And I, I don't even think that stuff is crazy. Like, I think there is some yeah. stuff to that. The thing is, it doesn't sound like such a cute idea when it's like your grandma who has died from yeah, coronavirus. Of course, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're also, you know, they're feverishly working on vaccines for this thankfully Mm -hmm. which is great you know they're trying to find cures and all this kind of stuff but I also saw something that said they think that the coronavirus vaccine is going to include a chip so when everybody gets the coronavirus (laughs) vaccine (laughs) you laugh now Brittany when everybody gets the coronavirus vaccine it will oh give me that mark that's right. The mark of the beast. Yeah. So there, there's an entire population of people who still take the idea of the mark of the beast really, really, really seriously. I think that's crazy. But I mean, I should say I respectfully disagree that it's a big deal. <laughs> I respectfully disagree. And if nobody knows what we're talking about, the idea of the mark of the beast is something from the book of Revelation, which is the last book of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea that at the you know end times... If you are not raptured, which means taken to heaven with Jesus, Mm -hmm. before this period of judgment, then you have a choice to either collect a mark that identifies you as being part of like the enemy's camp or to deny Mm -hmm. it and then you would be saved, essentially. So that's what this, wow, I don't think I've ever completely said that out loud in that short of a... (laughs) 
That was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, good paragraph, I don't know, but it sounds nuts. Yeah, people, I've seen stuff like that where it's like the whole end times and, you know, at this point, I don't believe that the rapture or all that kind of stuff is going to happen. Like, I choose to believe, if I believe in a god, I believe that heaven is on earth, heaven is like presently a part of earth, maybe there's an afterlife, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't believe any of that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I was taught growing up i mean it's fun it is fun i mean read some left behind series if um there's some books there's some uh movies it will be very entertaining for you it will yeah well something you just touched on too which i love is my friend uh, my sweet friend kiki responded to that question that i put out on instagram too and she said that she is seeing this time the lifestyle change as a way to continue creating heaven on earth Mm -hmm. and i don't even know if she's particularly religious but whether you are or you're not I think that's a really beautiful concept is that we have an opportunity to improve things to be more mindful about things to just do better all around and not take things for granted so much and I just thought that was a really like beautiful poetic poetic way to put it which of course that comes directly from the bible because not everything in the bible is garbage despite popular belief no of course not No. <laughs> yeah, but I just really loved that. And I responded to her and I said, yes, I like that. I I hear that. I think that that's a powerful way to think about things. I think so, too. I think that's a good thing. Like just even as we're nearing the end of this podcast is something to kind of think about just how we approach people and approach life for the foreseeable future for for the foreseeable future but especially over the next month or two mm-hmm. just having more grace and patience for people being sort of that helping hand being being ho- helping people however you can you know yeah however you can and in my situation Brittany my thing is I live with an immunodeficient person. He has chronic asthma. He has for his whole life. And if he ever gets sick, and I've seen this in the three and a half years we've been together, almost four, if he gets sick, he gets really, really, really sick. Yeah. So he's especially concerned about this whole thing. And I'm the type of person who walks down a dark alley in a major city at nighttime for fun because I ain't afraid of nothing. Yeah. Like, I'll cut a bitch. Like, in the side of the wall, like, no. (laughs) Exactly. No fucks given. I'm like, oh, you got a cough? Please cough on me. You know, like, that's how I live my life is like, you know, probably naively, fearlessly on some level. Yeah. And so in one way, it has humbled me to be living with somebody who is understandably fearful of this situation I think we're like in this place now where we're trying to balance each other out and we've had several like arguments during this time period and it's not been rainbows because I'm doing my best he's doing his best but learning to like we're both doing our best but we're not our bests if that makes sense yeah who can be their best when our entire routines are put upside down yeah we're not getting to you know go to our jobs we're not getting to be around our best friends we're not getting to be around our families if they don't live with us we're not getting to exercise it the same way that we're used to all these different things so I think everybody's doing their best without being their best and it's important to like look at the world around you and I'm preaching to myself here is what I'm trying to really do is look at everyone around us and go you're doing everything you can I'm doing everything I can 
And how can I empathize with you even though we're not coming from the same place? Yeah. Because I think what's happening a lot with so many of us is they're like, oh, well, they're healthy. I'm healthy. You know, everyone they've been around is healthy. So it's okay for like all of us to get together. And it's like, well, is it? Like you don't know because people in our age group can carry this and have no idea they ever had it. Yeah. You know, and it's just interesting. I finally know somebody who has it. And he's fine. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody used to work with has it and he lives in WeHo and he's fine. But like, it's because he's 30, you know? Yeah. And I certainly don't want somebody, he, you know, a week ago didn't know he had it. And who knows who he was around a week ago who have now been around other people. That's the issue with it. Yeah. And I'm so not a fearful person, but I also can see the logic behind that of the only way to flatten the curve is stay home. Totally. And that's why like, I am the same. I'm very cynical. And like, part of me was like, oh whatever but like at the same time I also am a very logical person so I see the science in seeing like you know compared to the flu it's like this just seeing the graph of like how exponentially affects people and and spreads Mm -hmm. therefore I do adhere to uh, you know I take not the advice the order (laughs) of our governor or of our mayor and I take it to heart and I follow what it's saying because it's smart advice it's a it's a good decision it's a good call so I definitely support that 100% like I don't feel super fearful but I am definitely way more aware of things than I was even a week ago yeah you know totally I'm just like use some uh more soap (laughs) be a little bit more careful use more soap I just think that I'm ready for it to be over (laughs) I'm cracking I know I'm so curious like we've got to put some predictions some bets maybe this is very like terrible to even talk in this way I shouldn't joke about it it's not a joke but I'm so curious what people's behaviors just initially will be when this does start to simmer down like Curtis and I were talking last night about like the real estate market because on the one hand like now's the time for it to crash but then I told him I was like but I also wonder if because of um the fact that nobody will be able to be out doing things will there be this sort of like rush or influx in all areas like as soon as everything comes back where it will like help bounce things back up but maybe we're already gonna be too far down where it is like a crash and even behaviors I'm like we're gonna be possibly away from all of of each other long enough where habits start forming and like will it seem weird to then see people all the time Hmm. you know what I mean like it'll be interesting yeah I I did see somebody who said that they're gonna choose like times to actually quarantine on purpose in the future and I was like that's interesting yeah um, I think just because they're getting so many, they're finding so many benefits out of it, which is interesting. I think that yeah. that's going to be like a thing that antisocial people use in the future is, sorry, can't tonight. I'm quarantining. Quarantining. <laughs> like right now it's not cute, but soon it will be cute. Yeah, it'll be cute soon. This has been fun. This, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm very surprised that we got, I'm not surprised. I'm impressed that we got this all set up and working but I thought it would take us longer than it did and we got it functioning you know I'm glad we talked about this even though I know it's a hot topic and everybody's talking about it I think it's it'll be interesting to be able to reflect back on this in the future yeah this is where we are post week one of quarantine ish yeah it's like a time capsule when you think about it yeah I wish you were next to me but I'm glad I can still see you I know like 1.7 miles away I don't like it I know (laughs) (laughs) it's been a delight though thank you guys for listening let us know uh the positive ways you're gonna change your lifestyle when this is all over yeah and I'm sure a lot more is gonna come up out of this as we keep moving 
for you know what I mean like this we're a week into this if we're in this literally for a month or two I think things are going to change drastically in ways we haven't even considered yeah so and I mean I think it's already going to be for sure a month so gross yeah well, that's that, I guess, in the meantime. In the meantime, if you haven't listened to our other yes. ones, binge watch those or listen to those. Exactly. And if you have any topic ideas, shoot them our way. We'd love to hear them. We, have a, we actually have a bunch planned out for the next, like, six. But depending on how things go in the world, we'll kind of pick and choose how we approach. Exactly. Yeah, this one already changed. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to talk about <laughs> Women's Month. It's March. And it's like... Na- international yeah. women's month but who cares about women right now <laughs> oh man not these gals nope just kidding happy women's month yes. we'll celebrate next year well we love you thank you for listening it's been a great time and we will see you next time ttyl if you're if you're from the 90s you know what ttyl oh. is right talk to you later yeah that nailed it yeah bye bye